Hello, it's Frau Pal here. That's Frau Pal. Back at you. Well, actually, this is my first time ever using the Anchor app to give you a meta analysis for the North American International Championship 2019. So today, I'm going to go over some meta decks that could potentially do well at the 2019 North American International Championships. So, uh, normally uh, people might give lists, top 10 lists, things like that. Uh, I will go ahead and start with uh, just my picks, what I believe I will probably play, or I have sleeped up and ready to use for this competition. So, uh, the first deck that I have sleeped up, that I believe is a really good pick for NEIC 2019, is Ultra Necrozma. Now, if I had to give this a, you know, top five, and this is on the bottom of that list, then Ultra Necrozma is on the bottom at number five. But, it is sleeved up. And I do believe that it is a good medical for the NAIC. I do believe that it is a good deck. That it will see play. Uh, it will be there in numbers as well as make a lot of the top cut. There may not be a huge number of them in day two. However, I think that some of the best players in the game are going to take it to a high finish. Because the deck is inherently super strong, it's almost infinite numbers, and we have big basics like Charizard, Reshiram, and AB Snorlax in the meta with a big 270 HP. And <coughs> if Charizard uh, leaves your Malamars alone, then you could be potentially putting free energies on an alternate Cosmo or a Marshadow GX and hit for, uh, I believe that's only 260. Yeah, 180 for two energies and then plus another 80 is only 260. So you. It's crazy because those two decks, particularly Charizard Reshiram and Eevee's Norlax, are the ones that you're trying to hit for. Three energies sometimes just isn't enough. Um, so you, you're only allowed to play one beast energy. And so you play the one beast energy and there's no way to search it out. So it, it's left to RNG to be able to find your beast energy to take a proper knockout. Um, my alternate cross on the list plays two choice band and two Jirachis and two uh, skateboards. So, it is definitely uh, possible to search out choice bands. Uh, however, at the beginning of the game, using Dedenne, Ultra Ball, uh, the deck can just uh, lose steam, because sometimes you just, uh, especially in my testing, sometimes you just Dedenne away all your Guzmans and all your choice bands. Uh, you don't want to put a choice band on a Marshadow or a Lele in play, or Dedenne, you know? So, by the time you get Ultra Necrozma out, are you always going to have that choice band? Are you always going to have that V-string? The answer is absolutely no. 
So, and putting four energies on a Pokemon in one turn um, is difficult. It's very hard to do. Um, another spicy tech that does, you know, speaking about four energies, is the Lunala Prism Star. It hits for, it hits pretty hard. You put four energies on it. Um, if your opponent gets greedy, you know, he always puts five energies on a Charizard, starts loading up. Uh, another Pokemon on the bench. Um, a Lunala Prism Star can come out of nowhere and do some work. Um, I mean, a counter game could work with it, uh, you know. But like I said, putting special energy in Necrozma, or Ultra Necrozma, uh, putting special energy in that deck is bad because we have literally zero ways of searching it out other than the supporter Red, Red's Challenge, and also uh, Energy Lotto, which is only look at the top seven and then you can grab it off of there. And if you're only playing a couple of them, there's no freaking way that your special energy is sitting on the top seven cards of your deck. That's just, you know. Especially in my experience with, with decks that involve digging. The things that I want is always on the bottom, every time. So, but anyways, I digress from that. Um, spicy text. But Ultra Crossover by itself, I think, is definitely fun. Um, it's one of those decks where it will... You can just load up three energies to find your choice, man. And yeah, you're knocking out Charizard. You're knocking out Eevees. You're just going. You're just, you're just taking three prizes, and you usually just win those games. And then you go to the game two, and they just, you know, turn on Kiawe, and then they just destroy you. So, it's my it's my number five pick. Um, I took it to a cup this weekend. Uh, it had 19 people in the cup. And, uh, 19 people is pretty good. So, I had 19 people there, and, uh, I actually only scored, uh, well, I got fourth place overall, either fourth or third. I lost in top four. Uh, at the end of the cup, I only went to top four, and have people for top eight. So, I did top four, and also with alternate crossing. And it's kind of funny, because, uh, two alternate crossings actually made top four. And that, uh, in that cup. And, uh, two ultra cross in top four, and we both lost in top four. Um, I lost to Charge that Restrian, and, uh, the other alternate cross player lost to Zapdos Sovalli, a super, super spicy list that one of my friends continues to think is a busted deck, and, no matter how many times and how many facts I try to throw at him, that the deck is very inconsistent and a meme, he does not listen. So, hopefully he decides to change his mind before Ohio, but I think he is going to take it to Ohio. He has a lot of practice with the deck. He's taken it to a lot of cups, and he made... Man, you got... Oh, I can't... I don't remember if he won or not. I don't remember if he won that cup, but, I mean, come on. He, he took it to two cups last weekend and got second place at both of them, I think. And then took one Saturday. And I don't remember if he won it or if he got second place. And then he took it to um, a cup that I ran in my hometown. And that one also had only about 19 players. Um, and he, I believe he went 0-3 or... One, three, or something like that. Um, 
he lost a lot and then took it to the challenge immediately afterwards changing up about 10 cards in his deck and yeah the uh we're, or by the way we're talking about zapdos with still valley so valley the 210 hp you know your your uh your basic pokemon have free retreat for three energies it does uh turbo drive which is 120 accelerate one or two one energy i can't remember how many energies from discard on your bench good synergy with zapdos anyways um so yeah we're talking about that but he does not play Triple acceleration energy plays DCE, which it's you know it's he doesn't he doesn't play triple acceleration energies because it's it's not good it doesn't synergize with the deck because you can put a DCE on a Coco GX and then you know use uh, the the Coco Dance of the Ancients and then it's uh, you know you know you dance the Ancients. Put some energies on the board and then bench Coco GX, plop, you know, two on them. And if you don't have Thunder Mountain, you can just attach a DC. You know, it synergizes in that way. You cannot attach a TC to a Coco GX. But, anyways, that's, that's his deck. I, I, won't, I won't talk, sit here and just talk about Sil Valley. Uh, I won't just sit here and talk about Sil Valley and Zapdos. Um, if you want to learn about the deck and you're curious about it, Go to uh, Facebook or YouTube, and you're going to type in Team, capital T-E-A-M, L, as in Lucifer, <laughs> um, L-V, as in vegan, 5. So, Team, space, L-V, 5. Uh, I don't remember if there's an exclamation mark in it or not. You might try it if it doesn't pull up. And it should be a Pokemon channel. So look, if you see Pokemon content, be like, oh, yeah, this is the right one. Um, yeah, you should see something about Harrison and something about uh, Zapdos Sil Valley. And they talk about it in depth. So I won't talk about it. Even though I did get about, you know, a handful of games in with, with the deck. I've played with it, played around with it, got a feel for it, and I hated it. But, uh, but it seems like he's got... I know for a fact he made about 70 championship points with it, but anyway, I um, went off track. I'm talking about Ultimate Crosma, and uh, yeah, Ultimate Crosma's a good deck, um, but yeah, just sometimes you just draw, and you just draw your Malamars early, and it's just, if you play the deck, you understand it. It still has its, its same awkwardness. I wouldn't say inconsistencies, because you do have the option to play Nest Ball, and you also have the option to play Mysterious Treasure, which gets almost literally everything out of your deck. So it's super good, except for Dedenne. And uh, you gotta play Dedenne. You gotta. It, it's super good if you can, uh, can Dedenne away some enemies. So, but anyways. Um, that is my number five pick, is Ultra Prozma. Uh There are four other picks that I have. I think I have to end this. I don't think I can pause this thing. Uh, I might be able to continue it. But, uh, so, I'm just going to go ahead and just say the rest of them. Um, number five, that one's just the one that I just took to a cup, and it just kind of impressed me of how I could just, with Ultimate Cross, I just run things over. Um, the next one, um, it's, I'm just going to say, you know, in no particular order, Charizard, Reshiram, Lithephalon GX, uh, Zapdos, those are three. And, uh, hmm. 
I wonder if there was something else that I'm forgetting. Um, I don't like stall. I don't think stall is a very good uh, choice for this weekend. But, uh, oh man, it's Zorark. I'm thinking of Zorark. Zorark's the fourth one. Um, Zorark's one of those like love-hate decks for me. Um, it's pretty 50-50. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those decks where I've won, I won my first cup with Zorark. Uh, I've only been playing for a few years. I've only been playing competitively for maybe a year because I've been off and on doing judging because we don't really have anything out in my area. So I've been trying to build up a community here before I actually start uh, going competitive. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of my little random tidbit of backstory. Um, I suppose in fourth place, if I had to give something to fourth place deck, um, the deck would definitely go to, uh, it would go to Zapdos. You know, Zapdos and Ultra Malamar, I think, are definitely decks that are equivalent in playability. Uh, you can either put fourth or fifth, in my opinion, as the decks of my choice to bring to the NAIC. Um, the third deck would definitely, without a doubt in my mind, be Charizard Reshiram, even though it's number everyone else is number one. It's one of those decks where a lot of other people have a lot more experience with it than I do. So I don't, like, even though I have the pieces for it, I, I just feel like since it's the most popular deck, I feel like everyone's just going to outplay me, and I just don't have enough time with it. Um, I know that it's a super, super pretty brainless deck at times where you just Kiawe, but there's there's games where I will just, I'll draw to you three times, I'll Stellar Wish three times, and won't find, won't find the Kiawe, even though I play four of them. And, you know, my opponent will just, oh, Kiawe, I win. You know, so. Oh. Uh, I, I understand that you can go on from there, but when you, you know, sit there and uh, burn all your resources and then you lose a Charizard and then, you know, try to weld her onto it, you can't do anything, because you only attach three energies per turn, you can't weld her again because they marsh out of you, and it's, oh, anyways, um, anyways, like I'm saying, I'm, I'm bad with the deck, um, and then obviously my second pick is 100% Zorark, and my first pick is Cephalon GX.